You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 185. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide to help you end emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, I am glad you're back. Here's where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. It's where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable. We're going to have a coaching session today. As always, this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group, my private monthly membership for women just like you who are ready to stop eating from stress and from habit and learn how to make more space for happiness in their life and learn how to have freedom from the whole issue, the whole eating problem. That's our goal, right? You know you can learn more about the Freedom Group in the notes of this episode. I also want to say that we are coming up thanks to you and all the amazing reviews that you guys have left me. And I thank you for your loyalty and being here as a listener that we're reaching almost 3 million downloads. We're probably going to do that in the month of September. So there will be some special things that we're going to do that I'll let you know when they're coming. So be on the lookout for that. Now let's dive into our coaching session today. Here's what we're going to talk about. I want to know if you are overeating from the stress of the pandemic that's going on. Where are you right now? Are you safe? Are you healthy? I hope you are. There is definitely something happening that's big and it's real. It's a worldwide crisis. We all need to be aware of it. We all need to be doing what we can do to avoid it, to avoid getting it, and to prevent the spread of it. Of course, some of you are using this time to take care of yourself. And some of you are reacting to the threat out there. And maybe it's close to home for you. Maybe you've been sick yourself. Maybe you know people who've been sick, but you're reacting to it with stress. And if your old habit is that you go to food when you feel stress, that's what you're probably doing right now. Pandemic eating, right? pandemic overeating. You feel it. You feel uncomfortable with that unknown, with the fear. You don't feel good. You grab something in the moment. A hallmark of stress eating is either you're eating when you're not physically hungry or you start off hungry and then you just stop paying attention to your body and you just keep eating. And now in the middle of this worldwide crisis, your old habit wakes up and comes to life, signaling to you to eat often when you're stressed and when you're not hungry. So that's what I'm going to help you with today. Let's do a check-in together right now. How are you managing right now? How are you eating? Are you waiting to be hungry before you start eating? Are you eating with awareness or are you eating on autopilot without noticing what you're doing until the food is literally in your mouth? Are you rewarding yourself with food for just getting through the day, not necessarily because you're hungry? 
Are you eating more than your body needs? Not what your mind wants, because remember, your mind has no limit. Your body has limited real estate space in your stomach. So not what your mind wants, but what your body needs. That's how you should be eating. Let's look at your thinking process right now. How are your moods right now as we go through this? Are you able to name your mood? If I called you up right now and I said, how are you feeling right now? Emotionally, could you give me one word? Are you noticing where the moods come from? You know, how they come upon you from what you're thinking. Are you looking at your thoughts at all? And are you questioning them? Or are you just accepting that whatever you think is reality? We all tend to think that whatever we think is the truth, but our thoughts and yours too, my friend, are just stories that you make up and they seem real and you react to them, but they're still just optional stories. So you know my program is Eat, Think, Love. So let's talk about the love part of it. How are you taking care of you? Are you just getting through the day and then the night and then repeating it all the next day? Are you doing anything nice for yourself at all? Yes, even now, even when you're busy and you have a lot on your mind, because if you're unconsciously using food as self-care, you know that is not what I consider self-care. Self-care doesn't leave you with a bigger problem afterwards, and it definitely does not leave you with a regret. So you feel like you need something. Your instinct is to go to food. I want you to look at what you really do need now. What you need now going through this big challenging time is relief from stress. You need and want to feel better. Stress is something that starts in your mind with a thought and then you feel it in your body. Maybe when you're stressed, you can't sleep, or your blood pressure goes up, or you develop headaches, or your stomach never feels settled. Sometimes when you're stressed, you lose your appetite, and other times you feel like you just can't get enough food. What you need when you feel this mind-body stress is care. Now, care means figuring out exactly what you need is and filling it with a puzzle piece that actually fits. So maybe you need comfort. If comfort is what you need, that might mean a hug or a talk or some alone time or some time in nature. And ice cream and candy bars are not those things. No matter what you tell yourself, they do not give you comfort. Maybe you need escape, right? Time away and even physically to get away, which I know is a challenge right now. It's like needing a break both mentally and physically. We all wish that we could pick up and be on a beautiful beach right now or maybe in a cabin in the woods, but most of us can't escape right now. But we can find ways to take small breaks. Sometimes what we really need is just to feel the feelings. Yes, to allow yourself to feel sad or uncertain or worried about the future. There won't always be a quick answer or a quick fix, but running away from what you are feeling only works temporarily. Maybe you need connection to just know that you're not alone in this. But whatever it is, you need to check in with you 
and see what you need and then ask this question, are you giving yourself what you need? Maybe sometimes you are, but I'm guessing that sometimes you're not. If you're telling yourself often, hey, I just need to eat something because I can't handle what's happening. And if you tell yourself that, that's an indication that you're not meeting your own true needs. Another indication is looking at your weight right now. Are you weighing yourself? Remember, there is no rule that says that you need to weigh yourself. But if you're here listening to me and you want to get back in charge of your eating, then you want to use some way to measure how you're doing. And it might be as simple as looking looking at whether the clothes that you've always fit into still fit or how easily you're able to do the physical things that you've always done. Now, here's a sure sign that you might be using the pandemic to overeat. And that's if you're saying to yourself, I'll deal with my weight when this whole thing is over. I can't even think about my eating right now. Things like that. And I wonder if you can relate, if that sounds familiar. Let's get clear on what you can ask yourself to help you see that you might, yes, be using food to feel better right now. If you want to eat every time you turn the news on, that's a sign. If you want to eat after talking to a friend who's worried like crazy and is painting a very worst case scenario picture every time you talk and you want to get off the phone and eat, that's a signal. If the slightest thing that changes in your everyday life throws you off track, that's a signal. Or maybe it's things that you used to handle with confidence, but now they cause you to feel very quickly overwhelmed. So if you answer yes to some of those questions, you might very well be using food to feel better right now. When you feel worry or anxiety or fear or overwhelm, Why is it that those feelings are so scary that we need to get away from them as quickly as possible? So many of you think, all right, if I let myself feel all the worry that it's going to overcome me and I won't be able to handle it. And here's a real scary one. If I let myself feel it, what if it never ends? What if I never feel better? You might think, Okay, I can't feel it because it's going to be the worst thing I've ever felt and I'm scared. If you think those things, of course, I don't blame you for wanting to avoid allowing yourself to just feel what you feel. But I want you to see if you can get clear on what it is you're telling yourself if you're caught up in the worry or the fear or the overwhelm. What are the most common things you think on a regular basis? It might be, I just need a treat. I can't handle this. Who cares? I just need something to help me get through. I know for sure that it's a good thing to allow yourself to feel all the different human emotions from extreme to extreme, from sadness to joy, from insecurity to confidence, from fear to excitement. A wide range is good because the more we can feel the lows and live through them, 
the wider our range gets and the more we could feel the good stuff, the high feelings. So we don't want to go through life doing whatever we can to avoid the low feelings. We need to allow them without reacting to them and doing something we don't want to be doing like eating when we're not hungry. So let's take a look again at what a treat is. That treat that you're telling yourself that you must have right now to get through this, even though your body is not giving you any signal of being empty, of being hungry. The definition of a treat is something that feels good before you have it or do it, before you eat something, before you do anything, when you're thinking about it. A treat is something that feels good while you're enjoying it, while you're eating it, while you're doing it. And a treat is something that still feels good afterwards. It doesn't make you feel bad, regretful, ashamed. Now, there are two other podcasts that I want you to check out. If defining treats, if you think honestly, might be an issue for you. And one is episode 34, How to Lose Weight and Still Have Treat Foods. And the other is episode 93, And that's all about self-care, treats, rewards, and even bribes to get you to do what you want to do. So there will be a link to those two episodes in the show notes. But what a treat is and what kind of treat you should give yourself, and I do believe that you should give yourself treats, but what you should give yourself is directly related to what you need. So first you need to know what you need. And next you need to have a whole list full of treat ideas that match up with all different kinds of needs. Right now you might be giving yourself lots of treats that are food treats because you're going through a challenging time like we all are. But what are the effects of too many treats that are not really answering the problem, right? A brownie doesn't change the pandemic. A bag of chips doesn't change the whole virus threat. When you give yourself too many treats that are unrelated to what the issue is, they create a bigger problem for you. One of the problems could be more weight. Also, when you give yourself the wrong kind of treat for what you need, the old problem is still there when you're done, and the treat only distracts you momentarily while you're eating it, which is really a very short time. When you give yourself food treats that your body's not asking for to try to feel better from a mental problem, you let yourself down because you didn't keep your word to yourself. So you feel bad about who you are and what you're capable of again. And that really chips away at your self-esteem, right? not keeping your own promises to you. When you give yourself a treat for something that has nothing to do with food, you're reinforcing something that you don't want to do. So you're strengthening the habit of being in mental and emotional distress and treating it with food. So the next time you're stressed again, this is going to be easier and easier to do. The more you give in and reach for food from stress, the more you will want to give in and reach for food when you're stressed. Food and stress are not connected to each other. They're two separate things. They do not fill a need. 
The food does not fill a need for the mental stress. All right. What can you do right now in the middle of this pandemic? The answer to start is extra self-care. Right when you're about to say to yourself, Cookie, I don't have time to do that. I don't have the energy to do that. I can't even think about self-care. To me, those are red flag signals that that is exactly what you need. More self-care. You also need to manage your thinking about what is on your mind, what your thoughts are. Question whether they're true or is there another way to look at what you're thinking about? The way to manage yourself now is to give yourself time to worry, allow yourself to worry, and then stop and get on with your day. I want you to get super clear on what's creating your stress, as I said earlier, and the the quickest way to do that is to look at your thinking. What are your fears? What do you imagine happening? What's the worst scenario you can think of? So ask yourself, what what am I afraid of? And then what? And then what? And what if that happens? I'm asking you to shine the light on the thoughts that scare you and then answer them. If this happens, then I will do that. If blank, then blank. I'm asking you to reassure yourself, but in a believable way. Right now, it might not be believable for you to say, if this happens, I'm going to be totally fine. So find an interim thought that you could use that is believable, but makes you feel better. One of the thoughts that I'm currently using to get myself through all kinds of struggles right now is, it could all be okay. It works for me more than everything will be great or everything will be okay. But when I think it could all be okay, it makes me feel hopeful and it's believable. I am not exempt from struggle or having to work on it or having thoughts that make me fearful or stressed, but I've learned to manage them. Looking at your thinking, it doesn't change what's already happened, but it can help soothe you for future worries. And here's another way to take breaks from worries. When there is a true imminent threat, it's front and center in your brain because you might need to take quick action. And that's where it should be. When it feels like this and it's right in the front of your mind, you can ask yourself, okay, what do I need to do right now? But if the answer is nothing, then your job is to move that worry over to the side. I'm not asking you to make believe it's not there. Just move it to the side. When I say side, I mean it's still within your vision, but it's now in your peripheral vision. And you could think, all right, I know it's there. I need to stay informed. But there's n- if there's nothing I could do in the moment, but stay as safe as I can, then it's not an immediate danger in this moment. And then you keep on living. Decide where you want to put your focus. And it should be on all the other things in your world. You're aware of the threat. You've got it in your vision. You're ready to act. But right now, there's nothing you need to do. After the threat passes, as all the threats have so far in the history of our world, 
We could then put them in the back of our mind. They're still there, but they don't put us on high alert all the time, and they don't stir up that need to eat all the time. They're always there in the background, but they don't always need to be front and center. So think about where you keep your stress, your thoughts that make you feel stressed right now. Are they front and center? Are they in your peripheral vision? Or are they in the back, in the background? If you're eating a lot from stress, they're probably front and center. And if you've done everything you need to do right now, you can put them at least on the side. All right, for this week, what I want you to do is think of a simple mantra, a saying, one little sentence, one little phrase, a simple reassuring saying that you can believe that makes you feel better enough to deal with your life and not want to eat your way through the day or the night. One that's very helpful for me in this moment is right now I am okay. That's all. Very, very simple. Is it true? Yes. Is there still something going on in the world? Yes. And I keep that on the side burner of my brain, ready to act if I need to, but I don't need to feel stressed every moment of the day and then medicate the stress with food. Feel free to borrow that from me or come up with something that feels more like you. All right, my friend, that is it for our coaching session today. You know what you're going to stay focused on. You know what action step. I want you to take this week, create that little mantra. I'd like to invite you to join me if you need help to end your emotional eating, your stress eating, your old habits that make you eat. The place to get that is with me in the Freedom Group. So grab your spot on the wait list in the show notes, or you can go to weightlossmadereal.com slash group. And that will put you on the weight loss so you are among the first to know when we open in September. That's where we can take what we talk about here and personalize it for you on a deeper level. So you don't just get little tidbits of advice, but you get true coaching to solve your true problems and struggles. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating habit step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. We know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I'll see you right here next week.